welcome back our weirdlings to another weirdisode wednesday with your girls from two weird moms amanda and carissa thank you so much for pushing that play button for the horrid betrayal of sarah stern i am really excited to hear this i'm excited to tell you i'm sad that i have to tell you but shit's crazy i'm a little nervous What's up, Grinches, witches, and bitches? <laughs> like it. Love it. Before we start our Weirdest of Wednesday, I would like to talk about our Terrifying Tale Thursday. First off, thank you, Amanda, for sharing that with us. Second, we did talk about the Los Feliz murder house being an American horror story. Story. <laughs> story. And we were incorrect about that. We aren't journalists or anything like that, and we try our best to get the information correct. So just wanted to state that it wasn't the same house featured in American Horror Story. Yes, yeah, sorry it, about that, guys. Yes, it is actually a beautiful Rosenheim. I may be saying that wrong. Man, mansion. Mansion. It's a mansion. Ha cha cha cha. You fucking cookie monster? A one, a two. No, that's the count, right? That's the count. I don't even All know. All types are confused over there. I am. <laughs> but it's the Rosenheim Mansion built in 1908 by L.A. architect Alfred Rosenheim. They gave it a serious make-under for the show. Just wanted to clarify that before we started our weird this weird episode Wednesday. Speaking of weird episode Wednesday, we hope that you guys are enjoying yours with one week. Out till Christmas. Girl, I'm not even red. Thankfully, we are. We're I, done, so. Yeah, we are not. We are it's not. never ready. happened, but. Yeah, well, I'm usually shopping, like, starting in September, and I haven't done anything. I'm, thankfully, we're done. But, yeah, we just hope you're getting those last-minute touches, like Amanda over here. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting some last-minute. I need to get in them stocking stuffers. I need to get some stocking stuffers. I'm excited to see the kids. I can't I wait to that. see my son. Right? That's, like, the best part. I'm going to, it's like, because I have to split mm, Christmas yeah. Day with my ex. Which many people do yeah. nowadays. So I'll be sad, but I'm excited to see him wake up and spend that time with him. I can't wait to see his face. I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So we hope that you guys enjoy what we got going on for you today. Yes. Yes. I'm excited. Nerve excited. Yeah. We are heading to a small town on the Jersey Shore called Neptune. Yeah, I know where that is. Where uh, Sarah Stern was living with her father, Michael Stern, and her grandmother. Mm-hmm. Sarah's mother, unfortunately, passed away, I think, three years prior to this incident due to cancer. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. And what's even more, like, heart-wrenching and sweet at the same time, like, shows you a mother's love, is that her mother left her a small inheritance of... $10,000 that she kept in us um in the bank. Okay. And it was basically just like whatever her mom could save. Aww. And she just like, there's nothing like a mother's love. Yeah. So she just tried to save as much as she could knowing that she was passing away and stuff and you know. Right? It's like ugh, my heart. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Michael Stern would say that Sarah was always so happy and full of life 
She loved to travel, loved watching YouTube and different, you know, all the different creators on there as well. She was truly just a great girl, like a true good girl. Like the all-American girl next door. Mm-hmm. She was in college and athletic. She loved photography and art and awesome things like the Asbury Park zombie walk. So she really wasn't just an American, all-American girl. She had a little edge to her, too, and she was artsy. I feel like I would definitely chill with her. Right? That's what I thought. Yeah. I was I like, we could definitely hang out. Yeah, we could. Sarah was just an awesome, fun, kind-hearted, gorgeous young woman living in this small town on the Jersey Shore, just living life to the fullest. Until one awful winter night that changed Sarah's life and her father's forever. Michael, Sarah's father, was on vacation in Florida in the beginning of December 2016, leaving Sarah alone in their home. December 2nd would be the last day that Sarah would be seen at her home. On December 3rd, at around 2.30 a.m., the Belmar police station would get two calls from an Uber driver and a Lyft driver Mm -hmm. reporting an an abandoned 1994 Oldsmobile 88 with the keys still in the ignition on Route 35 pulled over on the shoulder on the bridge connecting Belmar and Neptune. Okay, that's weird. It's a very high bridge, too. Which I'll have the pictures, everything. Got a lot of pictures. And one's like really chilling. Just gonna put that out there. It's not even graphic. It's just really chilling once you figure out, like, once we get to the end. Now, guys, like, I have not heard this story nor seen any of the pictures yet. So I am hearing it for the first time with you guys as Carissa is telling it. So, yes. And I'm sorry if you heard that. That was my freaking dog. I don't know why I said freaking. I don't. I know, right? What is going on with you tonight? You're positively. You're not cursing. That might change in a second. (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) Okay, back to the story. Okay. Once verified that it was Sarah Stern's car and that she was in fact missing, police first took the scene as a suicide. Because there was no signs of a struggle, the car did not appear to be broken into. It was just pulled over to the side of the road with the keys in the ignition, like if someone would have just jumped off the bridge and took their life. Their stuff would just be left behind, mm-hmm. abandoned. Mm-hmm. And that's what the scene was left. That's you know? eerie. Right? That's exactly what I said. I was like, what a weird and eerie scene to walk up on. The police canvassed the Shark River. The river that ran below the bridge where mm-hmm. Sarah's car was abandoned. Mm-hmm. Sarah was gone. Sarah's body, they couldn't find it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so Sarah was missing, and her family and friends would start putting missing flyers, missing person flyers up around town, and a huge party would ensue. There was still no sign of her, which is kind of expected if she did jump into the fast-moving currents below the bridge. you got to realize this is winter in New Jersey. Yeah, that the water goes that, insane. It's yeah, it's crazy. The currents would have quickly swept her out into the Atlantic Ocean. Oh my God. Sarah's case would become a missing persons case and had no leads, sorry, no leads or clues besides her car on the bridge because her family and friends did not believe that she would kill herself because she was just so full of life and absolutely like, you know what I mean? She's beautiful. She's beautiful. And she was going to college. She had every, like, she had the world at her fingertips. Yeah, the, the stars. Sky, so the she limit. never had any kind of history of depression or anything that we know of, correct? Like, she never had any no, kind of. No, pre- not at all. See, that, I, I don't her know. Parent, yeah. Her father said, no, this is not my daughter. Oh, and my goodness. Conti- that's I why not. it wasn't considered a suicide. They said it was a missing person. 
oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. That's horrible. She was just truly happy living life and just young and happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's... I said happy twice because that shit fades as you get older. Yeah, it does. Faux show. <laughs> For us dark souls over here. I know, right? <laughs> but she was just, you know, had the world at her fingertips and she could have did whatever she wanted her little heart desired. That's sad to be... That's... Oh yeah. my God. Like I said, her case would be a missing persons case, except when police interview her childhood friend, Liam McAstony. I said that wrong. I know I did, but I don't care. Okay. You'll see why. Okay. On December 6th, three days after Sarah was gone slash missing, mm-hmm. that's when they got like another side to Sarah. Okay. To explain why her car was abandoned. Okay. Liam would go on to tell the police that, you know, she shared things with him that she may have not shared with anybody else. But her and her father were not getting along. Mm. It was a rough time. Her mother, she lost her mother to cancer. She was just having a rough time in life in general. Mm -hmm. She wanted to move away to Canada, just get away, you know, and that she attempted to take her own life before. Really? Yep. Liam claimed that she had every reason to end things. Okay, Liam. Yeah, this would have the police a little skeptic, like why? But you know, sometimes kids don't really aren't the truth around their parents. That is true. During the investigation, an unexpected witness would come to police's aid around January 2017. So this happened December 2016, so about a month or so after Sarah's missing. Anthony Curry, a filmmaker and a high school friend of Liam, would be the one to break the case wide the fuck open. Oh, shit. What's he got? Anthony would come to police with an outrageous story that he heard from Liam. And seeing that Sarah was missing, it just wasn't sitting well with him. Mm -hmm. And how Liam was acting as well. They bonded over TV, films, music. They both loved The Sopranos. Liam would often give Anthony ideas on different, like, horror ideas. Because he's a filmmaker, so he would give him, like, different scenarios and Okay, so he I was... I kill this, you would do this killing this way. You know what I mean? That's right. what they would do. So that's a little creepy in itself. I mean, if they're trying to build a horror film... Right. I'm that's just, fine. But like, if you're taking it to a whole nother level where you're involving real life people, that's a problem. Well, I'm just saying, like, coming, like, sitting here and just, you just... I'm pretty good at, like, seeing where things go and just knowing that... I have a feeling that Liam knows something. We'll find out very soon. Liam told a story about killing a girl and throwing her over the bridge with his friend. This conversation happened around Thanksgiving, like late November. Anthony didn't think anything of it because he didn't, he was a good friend of his. He didn't think that he would do something like that. Right. At all. So he was like, that's weird. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Like one of those moments you're like, hmm. That's weird. Let's <laughs> you know what I mean? Give me cause. somebody that you're friends with, you're like, hmm, I don't know about that anymore. You're giving me cause to pause right now, Liam. Like, I don't know. I'm going to need to sit on this one for a little bit. Just, yeah, a little bit. Anthony didn't want to think that of Liam, like I said. So he just went on like uh-huh. Sarah comes up missing. He's still like, hmm, cause to pause. But it's like, okay, he just, it's a coincidence. You don't normally think right. that you're, you don't. Think like a normal person is not gonna think that your friend actually did what he said. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, so. I'm, I'm going to be honest. If you said that you kill someone, I'd be like, ah, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, not even that. He told him a story. So right. it wasn't even like he said, I did this. Oh, he was saying, like in what a if horror, you, I got what you're saying. But he, so he, but Anthony was like, hmm, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Her bridge, like her car's on the bridge. bridge. Right. He's putting, he's putting all the pieces together. He, yeah. Okay. I get what line. you're saying now. Okay. So, but like I said, Liam was his good friend. Mm -hmm. He didn't think, like, he would ever do something like that. Right. But after Liam continuously contacted him regarding the police via Snapchat, because back then it would disappear. Right. So that would be the perfect way to, you know, communicate about something that you don't want other people to know. okay. So he would continuously contact him regarding the police and about Sarah's disappearance if they were questioning him, that he just needed to get with him urgent. He was just being real paranoid. So Anthony was like, hmm. Sarah was a high school classmate of both him and Liam and had gone missing December 2nd, just a couple weeks after Liam's idea for the movie plot. With all this running through Anthony's head, he didn't want to risk his own family's lives or anybody he knew because if Liam was capable of doing that to Sarah, then he could do anything in Anthony's mind. Oh, shit. So Curry states that the kid's wacko. Like he said that. On his, like, interview, he had an interview right. with um, ABC 2020. Uh-huh. That's where I got most of the, some of the stuff that I did uh-huh. this story on. And, yeah, he was like, kid's a wacko. Yeah, you think? A little bit. <laughs> and if you look at Liam's face, he looks like he is capable of doing something like that, in my opinion. I haven't I seen him yet, so I'm... Okay, hold on. Let's I... show... You're not Carissa. No, I'm Amanda. Yes. Let's show Amanda what a lamb, McNasty is what I like to call him, but his, like, McAce. Oh, shit. Doesn't he look like a bird? He does. He looks like, um. Wait, hold on. I made this for our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was going to say he looks like a bird. I don't know why, but he reminded me of a rooster, and you will see soon, guys, when we post this on our Instagram. Oh, my God. But, yeah, doesn't, I don't know why, but he just reminded me of a rooster. He looks Some type like a bird. Oh my god, that's him. Yeah, he this definitely is, looks like he could do some some fucked up shit. This is Sarah. Oh, she's beautiful. She really is. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful, like gorgeous. Oh yes, yeah, she is. Absolutely stunning. Um, and we will have this all these pictures for you guys, and I'll tell you who that other guy okay, is. Okay, I'm gonna minute. say. Cause you're like, who is that? Yeah, but that's their mugshot. Okay, so I'm guessing he was somehow involved. Uh huh. Sorry, we're going off script, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't really got a script. But we like, don't have off, a. We like, just we just roll with it. Roll with the punches. We got ADHD over her. Roll with us. You know, Anthony didn't want to risk his own family or his life or anybody he cared about, so he went to the police. I don't blame him. The police then asked Anthony if he basically wants to help catch a murderer who is also his good friend. Um, yes, sir. The two communicated on the social media app Snapchat regarding what Liam had money-wise. They also caught Liam on the phone with Anthony asking for money from the robbery. He did. What? So hold on one second. Get I the fuck out of here. audio. Uh-oh. <gasps> no, you don't. Seriously? Yes, I do. So uh. hold on, guys. I'm excited. Hold on, guys. I'm like on the edge of my seat. Like I want to hear this. I have not heard this audio. When we do our when we do our cases, we don't share with each other 
we tell each other like it's the first this time is hard. It is because I want to like. Yeah. You're the first you person like, oh <laughs> shit, you'll never fuck guess what I found out, and you're like, fuck, I can't. Yeah. Okay. Here we go, guys. All right. I'm this excited. is the first time I'm trying to do the recording on here, so just bear with me. Hopefully, it doesn't sound too bad. Camera broke, dog. That's Anthony Curry. On the shoot. Okay. You fell into a bucket of blood. You can like spot this cash from that that girl's money, right? Uh, maybe. How much do you need? from Anthony and Liam that the police why like phone tapped Anthony's phone. Mm-hmm. Anthony's the one that's talking about his camera. Okay, so his camera fell in the fake blood and he's asking if he has any he was money just left. He's asking about the money. Oh. He did, his camera didn't break. He was just saying I got gotcha. you. Right. To, to get talk. him to see if he would I got gotcha. you. And then Liam Anthony, fell you are right into that. You are Liam, top notch. Yes. Liam did not deserve Yes, he did deserve you as a good friend because you are Top fucking notch. Hell yeah. Like you are the bee's knees, motherfucker. Like, yeah. I don't get, I would, I'd buy you a drink if I saw you. Cause literally, you broke this case wide the fuck open. Thank God. Like, without him. Cause there's so many people who would just keep their mouth shut. Really. Yeah. There really is. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So after the police hear this conversation between Liam and Anthony, they then equip Anthony's car or mm-hmm. vehicle. I don't know if it's a car or truck. With a hidden camera to catch a killer confession. Oh, shit. Which I got a little piece of it. Get the fuck out. Uh-huh. Girl, you are fucking killing it. Killing it. Yeah, girl. So, could you fucking imagine trying to stay calm while doing a sting operation with your good friend who could possibly pick up on any fucking slight of acting awkward or anything like that? Uh, nah. Nah. I think... I'd be paranoid as shit. I'm fucking paranoid with everything could you imagine it's like in all honesty i'd be like eh. right i'm, <laughs> I'm just not like, the right person for this for real i could not imagine being a i just i give him so much prop and respect absolutely like, stand-up dude mm-hmm. he stated that he did this for sarah's family not to get famous to give them closure Aww. because you know no one deserves that there's not a lot of good guys out there like that anymore yeah, so shout out to you, Anthony Curry, for being a stand-up fucking dude and just rad. Two where moms fucking love you. Yes. We wish him must, much success in all his future endeavors and his present endeavors. I hope you're doing great in your filmmaking or whatever your heart desires at the moment. Absolutely. So then when the police, you know, set up his car to go on this little... Oh, yeah. What, a sting operation, basically. Yeah. To catch his killer mm-hmm. and his confession. Oh, shit. So they would meet at their favorite spot, and I'm going to play a little bit of the audio secretly taped from Anthony's car. This recording is from the court. Okay. So you're going to hear the judge. I'm like, I'm excited. Press that play button. Check her out. 
the fuck? He referred to his friend's murder as a heist. This is a childhood friend, like someone that grew up with this girl when she was in kindergarten, like first grade. You know what I mean? They grew up together. Then they also are talking about, he brings up another man, young man, that also grew up with them. His name is Preston. And he's the one that helped dispose the body. This is fucking chilling. Like, he's talking about, like, nonchalantly just like, yeah, bro, my leg. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, let me play one more. I have, I think, two more ed uh, audios of him and oh. his bullshit. Jesus, God, I can't, like, what so, the fuck? I don't curse, and this is like. It's crazy how nonchalant. Wait until you see this kid's face. I'm telling you right now, he looks like a killer. I just want to throw it out there that his mother thinks that he's innocent. Uh, Mother's love goes a long way. I yeah, get that, I mean, but at the same time, I feel like if my son was accused of some shit like this, I would still love my son and be there for my son. But I do not condone what you. Oh fucking fuck! Did. Fuck no! You know what I mean? He's, he's confessing to it. Like, oh, I don't, he didn't do it, but he did. But see, that's why he is the way he is. Oh yeah, that is true. People have issues when they're not held accountable for their actions. Poetry. That's what I'm saying. You know <laughs> so. why? Don't fucking complain when they are the way they are because you fucking allow it. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. So I'm going to play the audio of another piece of audio of the in Anthony's car. And okay. I also will put these on Instagram because they are fucking chilling. The way that he he does motions as he's talking to his friend. Yeah, what I how saw. how he did things. How it's not fake. No, that he is, definitely it's did not it. Fake. No, no, it is it's not. Chilling. It's chilling. It's fucking eerie, is what no. it is. It's disgusting. All right. It took me a half an hour to kill her. I <sighs> thought I was going to be able to choke her out and have her out in like a couple minutes. What the fuck? Did he seriously say it took him 30 minutes to choke her out and he didn't think it was going to be that, like, take that long? Yes. Preston, who was the one that helped him dispose the body, uh-huh. would later tell the police that he planned this for six months. What? Yeah. Six fucking months he, he planned He found it. out about her inheritance. It was all re- revolved around a robbery. What the fuck? So for six months you knew you were going to fucking kill your friend? Yes. That's and sick. And so did Preston. That's sick. What's even sicker is that Preston went to junior prom with Sarah. So that eerie photo that I was telling you about that was creepy and just so fucking creepy. Yeah, that I want to see that you haven't shown me because you won't show me. Okay. I, well, I'm sorry. I was just saying it's going to be on Instagram. It's a picture of her and Preston. What the fuck, man? How sick do you have to be? Like, What the fuck is wrong with people? Right? I... That, that's why you don't trust no one because you no. really can't because nope. yeah shit's crazy so we're gonna go back to another part of this confession i couldn't find the whole thing mm-hmm. so i found uh, like bits and pieces from different um from the news okay so we're gonna play the last portion of liam's killer confession i'm excited on the murder of sarah stern jeez it isn't a long thing it's just a little pit like 
part of it. I just thought it was very chilling. Yeah. Okay. And he needs to be shown for what he wants to portray, which I feel like that's the truth. Right. So he what? So he said he just picked her up and had her dangling off the ground. Yes. So he's uh, describing strangling her. What the fuck is wrong with you? I just I'm gonna repeat this. Please check out our Instagram to Weird Moms because we have. Well, I will post these videos or these little snippets that I have. And some of those that because I'm seeing these well, for the, the first big one, one, I will. Well, the one you showed me like with him in the vehicle, because guy like mind mm-hmm, you that's again. What I'm yeah, this is the first time I'm seeing it and hearing it. It is fucking chilling, and it makes it even worse when you're watching what he, like, his gestures. Just very casual. Just not, yeah, just, like, shooting Nonchalant. the shit with a friend. Literally. That's horrible. That's exactly what he's doing. It's he has no remorse at all. With his friend. Yeah. And like I said, he will claim that um, he did not do it. He was saying that he was doing telling anthony a movie plot bullshit yeah so bullshit it's just crazy how he (sighs) he is a fucking liar seriously it's just chilling i find it fucking comical that these assholes want to act like billy badass tell him fucking what they truly did and when it comes down to it then you want to act like little bitches and be like, oh, I didn't do it. Yeah, the fuck you did. Man the fuck up. Put your little pantaloons on. And fucking deal with it. Deal with it. Yeah. I mean, he was, it's just the video, like him, of the way he described it. Yeah, you want to act like. taking his childhood friend that he's known all of his life. And fucking snuffing the life out of her. Like, seriously, put your, you want to act like a fucking hard ass? Be about it then. He was in his mind. Yeah, well, you ain't being about it because when the cops are fucking. Audio, that's what I'm saying. Early audio when he was like, "Wait, well, what were you doing? I was strangling someone." Oh, okay. Just said it so fucking nonchalant, like it didn't fucking matter. And I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how as a mom you can sit there and be like, "My son's not guilty." Listen, I, I, I can understand that. how you can love your son no mm-hmm. matter what, and I would absolutely love my child, but. Let my son do something fucked up like that. I don't fucking condone it Mm-mm. at all. Hell no. Fuck that. So, February 2017, the police would arrest Liam McNasty, like I like to call him, <laughs> and Preston Taylor. They would soon find out that these two assholes were on the search list for Sarah. So when they were searching for her, they had, like, a list of people that signed in. Get the fuck and out. And they were signed in on it, and they helped search for her. So not only... So a day oh after throwing God. her deceased body over a bridge, right after Liam savagely strangled her in her own home just to rob her, they showed up acting like they were helping to find her, but instead they already knew she was already gone and lost in the dark, cold Atlantic Ocean. That's a fucking smack in the face even fucking harder what a fucking piece of shit but you know that most killers they go back i know they always go back and they go to the funerals and shit that's why like a lot of police officers they'll be standing yeah i know so it is a common thing 
But I get where you're coming from. Like, how the fuck in your right mind do you do that? But how in the fuck in the right mind do you fucking kill your child? But that's friend? what I'm saying. Now, it's that's a smack crazy. in the face for you to fucking do that. But then to act like you give two shits? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Nope. Not today, sir. Yeah, it's crazy. So Sarah Stern's murder would be the first time a homicide case without a victim's body would go to trial in Monmouth County since 1975. Can oh. you guess who was? I don't think so because I we just started so. talking about this guy in the beginning of doing our podcast and everything. So I don't think you'll remember his name. But his name is Robert Zorinsky. Oh. He was the serial killer from yes. Linden, New Jersey. That's right. He was convicted on killing Rosemary... Kella Drello. I may have said that wrong and I do apologize. She was a 17-year-old girl from Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey, who disappeared on August 25th, 1967. We will come back and discuss more about this piece of shit. Back to uh, Sarah's horrid betrayal. With the help of his killer confession and his best friend slash roommate slash fellow dickweed, Preston, Preston would help the prosecution with testify against Liam. So they had everything. Mm-hmm. They had a video confession. They had a, his accomplice who helped him literally dispose the body. Mm-hmm. Slam dunk for the Bravo prosecution. Prosecu- like, go Belmar Police Department. Fuck yeah. But it's just crazy to me that this would have been like a cold case. If you, if when you Anthony think Curry about did it, not step up, they would have never up with his suspicions. And when he kept messaging him, they would have never. It would have been a cold fucking case. This motherfucker would have got away with fucking killing his friend. That's what is so scary. Crazy. It's just crazy. So, Preston would also have a police, like, video, which you can find on YouTube. I didn't really care much about it because I thought Liam was really the right. piece the of main. shit he wanted to spot the light on. But, yeah. I mean, he's a piece of shit as well. Absolutely. I'm not saying that he isn't. I just, I don't know what was going through his mind. And I really honestly didn't listen to any of his testimony besides, like, very short. Right. And it was very to, he was, you know, that's the type of money somebody would kill for. Like, stuff that Liam had said to him in mm-hmm. prepping for this heist, as he likes to call. What which makes is me sick murder. is Preston could have saved her life. That's he what I'm saying, could have fucking yeah. saved her. Like, six months. What? the hell dude like you went to prom with her and you it was just you the crazy part of this guys is that she had ten thousand dollars she only took seven thousand dollars out of the bank Uh uh-huh and he only wound up with seven thousand dollars so seven thousand dollars and he even said in one of his confessions i did couldn't get like a clear cuz it kept like cutting out and didn't sound the audio wasn't that great okay but there was a part where he says that he thought that he was going to walk out with 50 to 100,000 dollars and he was basically disappointed oh my god piece of shit yeah true what? piece of shit like i can't i'm speech like what the fuck dude like, so they transfer her in her own car. Uh-huh. And according to Preston, he said when he, in this police video at her home that if anybody was driving by, it would have looked like he, she was sleeping. She looked like she was sleeping in the front seat. 
That's what he said to the cops. You're disgusting. According to the uh, AsburyParkPress.com, Liam mm-hmm. was found guilty of all seven charges against him in relation to Sarah's murder. The jury panel of seven women and five men found McNasty guilty of murder, felony murder, robbery, conspiracy to commit robbery, desecration of, of human remains, tampering with evidence, and hindering his own apprehension. Fuck yes. He was sentenced on June 21st, 2019 to life without parole plus 10 years in a New Jersey state prison. Good. Fucking rot, you motherfucker. Stupid. At his sentencing, I will say that he was crying. Yeah. So that well, brought me joy. Yeah, you're crying. You're see, that's what pisses me off, though. Like, you cry because... Well, that's a narcissist. They that's only, what I'm... Like, mm-hmm. you have no fucking remorse at all. You're crying for your own fucking life. Like, dude, I hope you get ass raped. <laughs> I really do. You deserve it. Raw. Then it fucking splits you in half and you die. I hope they raw dog you. Ew. Okay. <laughs> Preston, too? Because yeah. Preston, who played guilty on April 24, 2017, for his role in Sarah Stern's murder, on June 28, 2019, Preston Taylor was sentenced by the Honorable... Richard W. English to 18 years in a New Jersey state prison subject to provisions of the Early Release Act requiring him to serve 85% of the sentence imposed before becoming eligible for release on parole. Four, here's his charges, first degree armed robbery, second degree conspiracy, second degree desecration of human remains, third degree hindering haparate apprehension i can't say sorry apprehension guys. thank you of oneself third degree hindering apprehension where are you at oh <laughs> apprehension thank you it's late guys sorry of another and fourth degree tampering with evidence upon release taylor would be subject to the provisions of parole, parole supervision for five years that's not enough no Considering that you knew that she was going to die for six months and you did absolutely nothing. But this is all from like the Asbury Park Press. What the? Com. That is, this is disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. It's a sad fucking, so sad. Like, so Her sad. poor father, like he lost his wife to cancer, his daughter to murder, like. A sense, a, like a useless, a senseless, it's senseless a, mur- murder for just, no reason. For seven thousand dollars, you robbed her and killed her of her life for seven thousand dollars. I hope that it eats away with you at your soul all for the rest of your fucking life. Chips it away, just chips it away, chip, chip as the fucking years pass. Cause you in there for life, motherfucker. And if I got anything to do with it, you ain't getting out. I'll fucking sign some shit. I'll oh, I will too. One hundred percent. You piece of shit. Like how. You just ruined not only her life and her family, your fucking family. Like, what a waste. Well, I don't think that his family really. But they don't have their son. You know what I'm saying? That's what no, I mean really by that. No, but I don't feel like they grasp. I feel like they, they feel, feel like their son's the victim in this. Well, that's the problem. And this is why we have the issues we have today in the America. Because according to his mom. And this is on ABC's 2020. She They had, um, it's called. With friends like these mm-hmm. is the title of it, mm-hmm. and she basically says he was just talking to him about a movie plot like that wasn't real. And but I'm how sh- do you explain that their fucking best 
not even best friend, but like their close fucking friend that you fucking knew. The mother knew her. That's what I'm they saying. They knew her her whole life. Like I think it's I think she's just like that's her baby. I get that. I really do get that. I do, but I would not if my child was sitting there and they I saw what I just saw. Oh and that yeah. was my son. Well, oh yeah. Nah, no. man. Nah. I love you, you but need to she, fucking, you need to go speak with your damn self in a room real quick because you need to come to somebody. Come to Jesus moment. But that's Goddess, why we whoever that's y'all right. preach to. What the fuck? It's sad. It's really like, fucking sad. Seriously. And she was a beautiful. She really was beautiful. Beautiful girl. Beautiful. You guys, she's gorgeous. So to this day, sadly, Sarah's remains have not been found. Oh my god. To honor Sarah's memory, though, there is a scholarship concert, actually, that happened, I believe, the 15th. It happened, it's around this time right now uh-huh. that they're holding a scholarship fundraiser, like, concert to raise funds. So the Asbury Park Press was interviewing Michael Stern, mm-hmm. Sarah's father. He said, in my heart and my mind, it keeps Sarah alive, and that's a good thing. Since the fund was established, it has awarded five scholarships to aspiring artists graduating from Neptune High. The scholarships have have totaled around $6,000. He wants to expand the scholarship program to include students at other local high schools and colleges, such as Brookdale Community College, Monmouth University, to help those interested in fine arts, social media, television, radio, and the stuff that Sarah really liked. We like to be able to make it bigger or pay tuition for someone who has talent, who wants to get into college or an art program, Stern said. We would like to find other artists like Sarah just starting out. We want to keep Sarah's name alive and out there and not let anybody forget about Sarah. And two her moms would never let anyone forget about Sarah Stern. Not at all. And also, if anyone would like to help and send con- send contributions to the Sarah Lee Stern Memorial Fund at P.O. Box 2301 Neptune City, New Jersey 077-5353. We'll post this information on our site, twoweirmoms.com, and our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please follow at Two Weird Moms. If you haven't heard it, the five million times I said it. (laughs) And let's just keep Sarah's memory alive for years. Yes, guys, let's go ahead and contribute to that because it's such a good cause and we definitely want to keep her her memory alive. Absolutely. And our love and hearts go out to the Stern family because I can't imagine. Shout out to Anthony Curry. Awesome job, dude. You are awesome. Thank you. I can't say yes. Thank you for doing what you did because I don't think many people would do that. No. Not at all. Sadly, so. Kudos to you. Yes. You are our mo fucking dude, dude. Yes, you are. Dude, dude. Fucking chairs crack and shit. Listen, we're working on a studio. We'll get there. We'll get there, like I said. But I just wanted to say, you know, disclaimer. Sorry about. Slurred words. Mispronounced words. We are on our twisted tees. Sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sponsorship. And that shit got us slurring, and plus, our we're tired. Yes. And our eyes are heavy, and now my heart's heavy from the story. It's very sad. Like, so sad that you can't trust anyone. No. Trust no one. No one. Any 
one no one <laughs> trust no one <laughs> i don't mean to laugh but you sound like an infomercial <laughs> that's what i was going for like you did good i wanted to get into like that monotone that like maybe it would catch in your head and it'd be like a catchy song and you just oh can't get like the clear eyes guy yes dude clear eyes it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so let's try to keep that memory alive for sarah's family yes. and sarah of course may she rest peacefully rest in peace sarah and just we hope that you guys enjoyed this weird episode Wednesday. Yeah, sorry it's a heavy one on the hot, but I feel I, like most of our shit is. So this was yeah, I was it's what you come for. That is it's what you come for. It's your ear holes. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope that you liked my little twist on the audio, and it sounded good. And hopefully, you can sound uh, figure out what he's saying. If not. Like I said before, you can check us out on our Instagram, the Facebook, and Twitter, at Two Weird Moms. And you also can check us out on our website, where we have our um, episodes readily available for anyone to press play on them if you want, at TwoWeirdMoms.com. That is all that I have for today. Well, weirdlings, until next time. Now it's time. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> Thank. We hope that you guys have a merry fucking Christmas. Yes. No, psych. We're going to be talking to you soon. Oh, yes. It's I mine. I completely forgot about I it. I have an episode coming up. Yes. And this one, guys, is mysteriously fucking morbid. It For is. Real. Myst- yes, it is. So, we. I just kidding. I just kidding. I just kidding. I just, I just kidding. We are not done yet so we will catch you later on our mysteriously morbid monday and that date is the 23rd so that is christmas eve eve yes and i believe (laughs) together i'm sorry i was like a poet i didn't know it hey (laughs) hey snap it out guys snap it out we're gonna reap Yeah. Later. Later. To your moms is out. Are we? Or are we not? Mysterious. This has been a Two Weird Moms production.